What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserve Radio. Again, Angelo was not ready for our conversation, so he decided to start it while I was in the middle of a conversation with him. Um, tonight's going to be fun. We're in the playoffs. We were going to do two episodes. We didn't. We were apparently bad at our jobs. Um, speaking of bad at our jobs, hopefully this episode will have music. Uh, we were supposed to have music on the last episode, but Angelo somehow screwed that up i still don't know how that's possible uh you should have actually seen our group chat about it where i kept saying there's no music and he was like but there is and there wasn't and you all can verify that that there wasn't so let him know he's bad at his job um we're gonna do uh the call to action a little earlier here because austin is actually fully embracing the role of the social media czar here at No Reserve. So follow us on all the social medias. I don't know what he's doing over there, but we are on literally everything. Everything at No Reserves Radio. Um, and we're, we're, we're going to do a little bit different for the question of the week. Austin, you were briefly mentioning a conversation your, your students had with you. you do you want to... You want to ask that as a question today, and we will. The first debate of the night will not. Oh boy! Let's go. Oh boy, I was not ready for this. All right. So yesterday, some of the kids in my school, in my class, we decided to debate what definitionally is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So oh, the God. definition that we came up with, and I will pose you the different food items that we came up with. But the definition that we had was a bread or bread-like substance, right. a filling, mm-hmm. and then a bread or bread-like substance is a sandwich. Right. However, if you look it up, a wrap is considered a sandwich. So anything that is wrapped could also be considered a sandwich. Too so, much. It, it makes perfect sense to me. So, Angelo. Yes. Or Angela and Ren, do you okay. think a bagel, so you're eating a bagel, cream cheese bagel, eaten all together, is that a sandwich? It no. Is, that's disgusting. No, it's not a sandwich. You, you need, like, smoked salmon or something on there, like a little basil. Maybe, maybe I think, I think, I think what a sandwich is, is one of those things, like, you know when you see it, but you can't really define it. <laughs> you know, like, Jokic not winning MVP. Hold off on that. We're we're having we're having a conversation. Uh, All right. So bagel, yes. So, no, Angel no. says no. Ren says yes. No surprises there. All right. I'm gonna hurt Angelo's soul here. Okay. Is a cannoli a sandwich? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Oh no, it's not. So cannoli is wrapped. I know. Oh, sandwich. I don't really. I honestly, I don't think a wrap is a sandwich. Oh, you're wrong. I don't care. I don't think a wrap is a sandwich. We know you don't care. We're wrong. That's why you don't even call it a sandwich. You call it a wrap. So it's okay. So this was this was a big discussion. So you have to imagine it. We're looking at like a family tree. Sandwich is the very top. 
Right. Then you're going to have wrap or cookie sandwich or ice cream sandwich. Yeah, you're going to have the like redheaded stepchildren. You have yes. to accept that. Uh, so yeah, all those things are sandwiches. Uh, what else you got? So I have burrito. We'll just go real quick, yes or no? No. Okay. Quesadilla. Yes. Mm. Hold on. This is the one that gives you pause. <laughs> this yeah. is the least sandwich of all of these. Like you say, no, like you flat out say no to a bagel, which is literally bread, a filling bread. But a quesadilla. He said he defined it. I didn't say I agreed with his definition. No, no, no. Um, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not questioning his. I'm saying like a bagel is bread. So if if you take you go to your local grocery store, you pick up a loaf of white bread. Okay, you put cream cheese on it. Is it a sandwich? No. What the? <laughs> okay. Quesadilla. Yes or no, Angela? I'm going to say no. All right. With a pause. Now. He hesitated. <laughs> don't get lost here. So, I'm going to say the word pie. Now, this pie is a crust, a filling, and then a top layer of crust, no, like no. an apple pie. No. No. I'll, no. <laughs> no! You, you Why not? Bread or bread-like substance, no, filling, no, no. bread or bread-like substance. Look, well, he, I, think, I think you've cornered Ren more than you've cornered me, because I've already said I do not agree with your definition, and I don't think it's really <laughs> something you can define. Ren has gone with your premise, so, I, so go ahead, Ren, let's hear it. If you walk into a room, okay, just imagine, close your eyes, imagine you walk into a room, and you see someone eating a pie with their hands, you want to stage an intervention. <laughs> you need to help them, because you don't eat a pie with your hands. On the flip side, if you walk in and someone's got like a turkey and ham sandwich and they're eating it with a fork and a knife, you need to help them. There's an intervention that's needed there. I think that a sandwich... Would it surprise you to learn that I have A in the pie with my hands? I'm more confused with the fact that you just said Aiton. DeAndre over here. Um, So no, a pie, like if someone's eating a pie with their hands like a sandwich, because my definition of a sandwich would be the same things as Austin's, which is a bread-like substance. Okay, then uh, how is a pie not a sandwich, then, if, you're, if your definition is the same? Would you let me finish talking, and maybe no. you would learn? See, that's your problem. You don't listen. So, the, a bread <laughs> or bread-like substance, a filling, and then you eat it with your hands. That is a sandwich. Mm. A hot dog is a sandwich. Mm. We're not there yet. I just I said it. I, I, an ice cream cone is a sandwich. It's a red light substance with a filling. A cake is a sandwich. Cake is not a sandwich. You're dumb. Cake is a sandwich. I, it is absolutely not. We are. You done quite there. literally. You part of a wedding ceremony is literally putting it in your hand and switching it into something. So I mean, uh, I mean, but based on your definition, lasagna is a sandwich. No, it's not. Based, based. Uh, I mean, you no. could. You could. Angela, have you ever made a lasagna? Of course. Okay, what do you put on the bottom of the pan? Pasta. You put a base layer of, like, what? pasta wrap. I've never done that. I've always just started with the food. See, that's what I thought. It's pasta. Yeah. It's pasta filling, yeah. pasta filling, pasta filling. Yeah, what kind of weirdo are you that you start with the meat? <laughs> 
full disclosure, I've never actually made lasagna. lasagna oh my god! I'm just going off of like what it. Is. So, I'm the kind of guy that if I were to cook a bowl of cereal, there's a chance it might start a fire. So, I cook order a bowl. Hey, Ren, guess what? What? Cereal is a soup. I don't disagree with that. Angela, I, do you agree? I don't disagree with that. Uh... Well, like, if you were to have a potato soup or a cream of chicken soup, there's milk in that. It's just warmed up. But there's also cold soups. Um, we should probably get on to talking about basketball. <laughs> we should, that's an open gym thing. I'm not going to call it open gym. I you just refuse. did. You just did. You, you already it's lost. On air. I refuse to acknowledge that. Um, you just did. It doesn't matter if you refuse or not. You just did. Go on. Okay, so let's get into a little bit of quick news. Some of this we're going to talk about more in depth later. Uh, Jalen Green, apparently rumored to be on the block. Not sure I agree with that. Do you guys think that it is too early to call it quits on this experiment, given he's only 21? Um, we know he's a talented player. Obviously, there have been issues with a meshing between Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr. Um, if they were to, say, resign James Harden, would you be, from a general manager standpoint, for or against trading Jalen Green for a piece to compete now? I don't want them to sign Harden, so I don't think they leave from that, Green. I think rumors. it's. I, I don't know if we talked about that last week, but that is a rumor. Yeah, I think that it's going to be up to. I think that's Ime Udoka, right? That's the new coach again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be up to Ime if he can get those two on the same page. If not, I see Green going before Jabari. Absolutely. But I don't. I don't think we're going to see a move next year. Angela, opinion? I'd pick a side on the two, and I'd move whichever side didn't win. So I'd move them. Um, next, uh, <laughs> this one. We're obviously going to talk about more a little later. Dylan Brooks, uh, <laughs> after elimination, decided to, instead of... So Staples Center has a tunnel that connects the hotel that the away team stays at to the arena. I don't know if you guys know about that. but I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. They walk underneath the road. But instead of walking that way, John Morant and Dylan Brooks, and Dylan Brooks to a larger scale, uh, made more of a... It, it reminded me of the uh, Cersei Lannister scene from Game of Thrones where she's doing the walk of shame because he's just walking. Shame. Down. Yeah, and it's just like, he's doing it for attention. And so I actually right now would like to propose a new nickname for Dylan Brooks, providing he's in the NBA next year. We will talk about that coming up. Um, so his initials, as you're aware, are DB, right? Dylan Brooks, right? You're following? Uh-huh. It's hard to keep up. Um, I don't know if you know the story of DB Cooper. He hijacked a plane and then disappeared forever. Dylan Brooks hijacked this series and then disappeared in the middle of it because just all the media grandstanding the trash talking lebron like all of it and then arguably the worst player of the playoff so i propose that we for the future call him db cooper run with it if you will interesting i'm going to so db cooper demetrius we've got all these um but in that final elimination game the Grizzlies got absolutely embarrassed. 
10 minutes left in the game, they pulled all of the starters down 32 points. Mm-hmm. Personally, I go back to the interview in midseason when John Morant said he was fine in the West. He had no problem being in the West. He thought he was the top of the West. We're going to talk about that series a little bit more, but... I mean, I guess we could just move right into talking about that series through this. That would kind of make sense. Um, what do you think really was the failure on the Grizzlies' part? Was it just a lack of maturity, a lack of veteran leadership? What was it? Because on paper, this is a decent team, but nothing went right for them in that for the I... entire series, but that final game especially. I have gonna... a very quick opinion on that. I'm just going to put and this out is. here before you start. I'm the only one who had the Lakers winning that series. Go on. That is true. That is true. That's why I'm asking for. So I think they are inexperienced, and I think they're too cocky. Oh, I think they're trying to become this team that is going to run around in the in the West and take over, and they're just not that team. Angela, what's Sorry. your thoughts on that? Honestly, what, uh, you, you I like the, I I like the confidence and the bravado of the Grizzlies. If I'm being honest, I think the biggest downfall for them was they haven't experienced as much like controversy and what to do when you're down in a series, what to do when you lose a game at home, what to do just throughout a series to keep yourself in that series. And I think when they got down early, they kind of just folded and packed it in. Like, you could tell. I don't know about you guys, but I could tell, like, before that game started, they were done. Yeah, it definitely felt like they had tossed the towel. Yeah. Um, And to be fair, you're you're facing LeBron James in an elimination game. What did I say? I said they were going to get goaded, and they got goaded. I'm just saying. They, I mean, they also got Anthony Davis, which you, you've got to give Anthony Davis props here. I don't have this. Are you? Of me. Aren't you? Aren't I, you the guy who said that Anthony Davis isn't going to give Jokic the work when they face? So, oh, I mean, it's interesting that you're giving him props now. But anyway, let's, let's talk about the difference. Between I think he was. I think he was more surprised Anthony Davis played games. That is also true. But um, so here's the difference between Ren and Angelo. So Angelo is an absolutist. He he can't admit fault. He can't give props where props are due. Do I think Anthony Davis is overrated? I already gave uh, Anthony Davis his props. Sorry, go on. Right, but <laughs> you're, you're missing the forest and the trees here because I'm the one giving Anthony Davis props when I have trashed Anthony Davis in the past. Yeah. So I will more than happily get up on this little soapbox here. Oh, you're wrong. Anthony, and praise Anthony Davis for his defense during these entire playoffs so far um i don't have the stats right in front of me i was looking at it this morning and i for whatever reason didn't write it down anywhere um anthony davis has in or in the championship run for the mickey mouse ring as we like to call it not as you like to call it as you like to call it go on stop interrupting uh Anthony Davis led the playoffs in blocks, right? He's already beat that this year. So 
his defense was a lot of the reason why this team overcame the Grizzlies because the Grizzlies were a very fast-paced, get-to-the-rim type of team, and he limited that a lot. So, yes, I will give Anthony Davis props here. Um, LeBron James still beating Father Time, but with Anthony Davis being healthy with Jared Vanderbilt, um, with Rui Hachimura, there's a lot more around LeBron, so he's not having to do as much defensively, and he's able to just throw everything on offense, and it was just a perfect storm. Uh, trading Russell Westbrook, still best move of the or the season. Tank um, commander. So, while we're on the subject of the Grizzlies, let's go ahead and talk about D.B. Cooper over here. Um, so, it leaked through Shams that the Grizzlies would not, under any circumstances, re-sign Dylan Brooks, which is the right move. We're, we'll talk about our guesses for his destination next season in a second. Did y'all see what his agent tweeted? No. Okay. I no. saw something about, like, false news. So I'm going to read this tweet to you. I want you to add a random nickname that makes no sense, like Little Hands... Um, big nose, whatever, and then end it with a giant sad. Shams, the leader of spreading false news and attacking players. Why any player in the league talks to this guy blows my mind. Weirdo. Now add the sad. Like, why is your agent defending you? Honestly, that sounds like a Trump tweet. Wow. Holy, he followed direction, and he's still like, oh my god. <laughs> so Dylan Brooks on to better opportunities where's your guys' favorite for him to land I'd just say out of the league I don't care where he's not a great basketball player I actually have an interesting place go ahead and tell me your interesting place the Suns hmm you know, no, actually, you know where I want him to go? Where? Los Angeles Lakers. Huh. Imagine that would be the funniest. The Staples Center. Bag in hand, ready to, like, caddy for LeBron after that series. More than likely, if he doesn't, if the Grizzlies don't resign him, a team will sign him. It will be a veteran minimum. Mm -hmm. He'll play 10 games, and then he'll be off in China. He's just not... His game does not back up what he talks, and it's annoying at this point. I'm just glad this is behind us. Um, move on to... Uh, to what? I think I know what's coming up next. Is it time? I don't even know why we're going to talk about this series. Roll out the red carpet. Like, this is just, like... I I kind of want to release this with timestamps for when you can skip to when Angelo stops yelling and interrupting me. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Um, Make sure you get stuff right and I won't interrupt. Go on. That has <laughs> never stopped you before. Mm -hmm. At all. Like, on. 20 seconds ago when I said... Stop interrupting me. Remember that? That was a thing. Yeah, you um, made it sound like I was on board with something that I was not. I was just, you know, straightening the record. You know, you got to keep the record straight. 
the record Case is in point. as it can be. <laughs> so, Joel Embiid injured again. He did play last night. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, two days ago. He played. My days are blended together. He's got an LCL injury. Uh, it's just a strain. Typically four to six week recovery time. Okay, I'm going to just... I'm going to let Angelo get up on his soapbox here, get it out of the way, get it out of his system, and then we'll talk about it. Joel Embiid also won MVP officially. Go ahead, Angelo. Celebrate! What's wrong? Yes! Let's celebrate! So, at the start of the season, I actually tweeted out something. No, I don't think I tweeted out. I said... God himself could come up from the heavens, say Joel, or say Joel and B, say Stat Paddington is the MVP and he still wouldn't win. And you didn't believe me. You didn't believe me. And it was right. It was right the whole time. And I don't know if you know, but I definitely remember we placed a bet on this. So I know you're going to take this opportunity to be petty and explain all the reasons why Stat Paddington should have won the MVP. But go ahead, Ren, explain to me, why were you wrong? Why did Joel Embiid win the MVP and not Stat Paddington? Go on. Uh, really, I think it just boils down to the fact that people value points over anything. And they call, so there's this narrative, and you're a victim to it, that Nikola Jokic is a stat patter, right? But that doesn't really fit. Like, I still, to this day, don't understand where we get Stat Paddington from. and. I would ask you to defend Joel Embiid winning it. Tell me why he deserves it without just saying, oh, he scored a lot. Because if we're going to talk about stat padding, okay, um, we could talk about the fact that most of, well, not most, Joel Embiid had a phenomenal season. I'm not going to say he didn't um, on both ends of the floor. Do not get me wrong here. He is easily top three player in the NBA right now. Not taking that away from him. What I'm saying is that based on what should be the MVP, the most valuable player, should be the most complete player, the most overall talented player on the floor, not just the person that scores the most. Granted, Joel Embiid is also an elite defender. But if we're going to call Nikola Jokic Stat Paddington, right? And that's, you would call him Stat Paddington, right? Angela? I have. So go on. So we're, we're calling him Stat Paddington. Hold on. I, why is there a, there it is. Why? Uh, my screen broke. Hold on. Give me one second. I'll be right back with you in a second. Uh... Hold on. So, Austin, do you know why I call him Stat Paddington? I do not. It actually, I just know he is one. He is one. It actually isn't because I think he purposely, like what Russ did, he purposely gets out stats. I think he suffers from what I see Ren do or Adam do in 2K, where he'll only take a shot if he's wide, wide open. So he'll finish with like ridiculous efficiencies but it'll be on, like, five to ten shots. So, yes, you can absolutely 
skew efficiency in your in your favor to make it look like you're an analytic darling. And that's what he does to me. That that to me is why he's a great player. I I'll give him his flowers. He's a great player. He in all likelihood probably did deserve this MVP, but with a combination of voter fatigue and a media that is increasingly against him, he wasn't going to get it. And I knew he wasn't going to get it. So I'm just waiting for to see how this playoffs goes. Go on, go on, Ren. I think I got it. Okay. Okay. So, like, we call him Stat Paddington, but you you don't consider Joel Embiid, whose only statistical lead against Nikola Jokic was points, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. But then why was, like, his top games against the Lakers before they were good, 46 points, or uh, the... Atlanta Hawks, who you call terrible, 37 points, like 37 points against Utah, 40 against Atlanta, 43, it broke again, I think it's 43 against the Pacers. He had a ton of really, 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 really good games, and I'm not going to take that away and say that he did not. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to call someone stat Paddington, they're all stat padding. That's the point. If you are someone that is going to say, I'm not going for a bucket because I don't need it, or I'm not going to chase down this rebound because I might be viewed... That's not how sports work. If there is a stat to be gained in a positive light, should Nikola Jokic not pass out to the open three-pointer? Is that stat padding because he made the right play? Like, I don't understand. That's more my qualm, is we're trying to say Nikola Jokic is in some way a negative player because he's a stat patter. That has nothing to do with why he lost this award. If you want to say voter fatigue, sure, absolutely. I said that if he lost it, it would be either people not watching the game, which is what I put in the group chat, or in our conversations, I said voter fatigue. But I also said Nikola Jokic would be the deserving MVP. So, Ren, do you know more than the people who voted for MVP? I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that I think there was voter fatigue. I think that if you look at the stats, again, the only thing that Joel Embiid beat Nikola Jokic in was points, and it wasn't by that much. And for me, availability is also crucial. Nikola Jokic hasn't missed a game in these playoffs. Playoff efficiency, while playoffs have nothing to do with regular season's awards, I get that, but it should kind of, the the narrative should fit. If we're going to say that you won last year, so that's going to affect our vote this year, we should also say the fact that your playoff, of it, or your uh, efficiency ratings dropping by half when you get to the postseason should impact it. Um, because I can tell you that... Um, Embiid's win share in the regular season is 0.221. That's great, right? In the playoffs, it drops to 0.141. So if we're going to have the narrative that you won last year, so we're not going to consider you as much this year, why are we not factoring in the playoffs last year? Why are we not factoring in the fact that Kawhi Leonard has played half the games this season or this playoffs as Joel Embiid and made more field goals? Why are we not going to factor in the fact that Nikola Jokic, you can fact check this, 
is the highest scoring playoff center of all time. Why are we only going to look at the narrative that he won last year or he won the year before, so we're not going to consider him voter fatigue? Why are you okay with that, but not this guy disappears in the playoffs? Who said I was okay with it? You did. When? Because you're defending the fact that Joel Embiid won it. Because I've been asking you. When did I defend the fact Joel Embiid won it? I said he was going to win it. You're taking but I didn't... three laps. Well, okay. Go on. Go. So, yeah. If we're going to say that that narrative should exist or does exist, then we should say it shouldn't. Or we have to factor in all the other narratives. So, that being said, we are now into the Boston Celtics versus 76ers. Um, I believe the series is tied 1-1. Correct. Boston really yes. sucked that first game. Um, James Harden went off. Played tonight or not. I think tonight's only game yeah. is Lakers-Warriors. Um, yeah, it is. I still think Celtics take this series pretty easily, especially if Embiid is hobbled in any way, shape, or form. Without Embiid, yes, Harden and Maxi, stellar players. I just... Boston's too good. I agree. But it does look like... Because Embiid played last night, and I think he had... God, where is it? So, I, I think... <laughs> I also think we shouldn't lose the forest for the trees, and I think we should also put our... Um, Name in the hat, even though we already got games played. Name in the hat for who we think is winning each series. So I, well, that's kind of what we're talking about tonight. So I think the Celtics win this series, and I think they win it in six. Yeah. Um, if Embiid is in any way hurt, which he obviously yes. looked very hobbled last night, he yeah. scored 15 points, and again, he's not historically a great playoff player. When the game slows down and gets kind of grit and grindy, um, it just doesn't really flow well with him hopefully he figures that out because again he's a great regular season player um Tyrese Maxey he looks I don't want to say lost because that's unfair to him it just doesn't look like he's inexperienced change yeah because playoffs in any sport is completely different than the regular season and when you're playing the same team every night the opponents are game planning specifically for you in ways that you've never really faced or haven't faced throughout the entire season. Yeah. And I just, I I feel like he's not quite used to it yet. And he could figure that out this season. Like we've seen it before where a player after a couple times of getting shut down, will turn it around and then they get the up to speed, I guess is the word. Um, Harden, I, I just don't know. Harden is such an enigma. He scored 45 in game one. I know, and then he scored 12 in game two. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's a confusing player. Um, so I think the Celtics take this. I think they take it in six. I think Philly has another high-scoring game out of Maxi and Harden. If Embiid is not healthy and they take another game, I think they take it in Philadelphia, and I think Boston takes the series. I agree with you. Um, I think if Embiid wasn't hurt, I would probably go with the 76ers because they did something that's very pivotal, which is they took a game in Boston. But with the sacrifice of Embiid's health, then, yeah, it's 
Boston is going to win this game, whether it's in six or seven, they're going to win the war of attrition. Even with taking home field or home court advantage in game one. I mean, if it beat was healthy, I'd be full saying 76ers, but that's, but he's not, I still don't know if I would, I think they take it to seven and I think it's a very close series, but Boston is just so good. Yeah. The problem is they don't really have that answer for Embiid if he was healthy, but they don't have to worry about that now. So it's but probably who, who. What does Philadelphia have to answer? Like all of Boston's shooting. That's a fair point. Like, are you going to have James Harden shut down Jalen Brown? Is not happening. <laughs> or Brogdon. So I. Brogdon's coming off the bench. Brogdon's yeah. coming off the bench, and as a Pacers fan, let me tell you, Malcolm Brogdon is like he's a good positional defender, but he does not have the foot speed to guard an elite person. Just not a thing. Um. Next, we'll talk about Kings Warriors and segue that into Warriors Lakers. Uh, oh yeah, Celtics and six. By the way. Oh right, awesome. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, on last week's episode, you, you can go listen to it. You won't hear music in the intro, but you can go listen to it. Um, Angelo guaranteed, he guaranteed that the series was series over. Was over. He said game six. So, I just want to say the only reason I'm pointing this out is all week he's been talking about his victory lap because they were eliminated in seven. But again, he guaranteed it was over in six. That's not a victory lap, homie. That's, That's not a victory a, lap. It's not a victory lap. You guaranteed a game six. You can't. Where are the Kings? They're out, but not in game six. I'm just saying the series is over. Is it not? In, in are the I Kings just... still in the playoffs? <laughs> no, they're not. The answer is no, they're not. Whether you, you, in fact, you go ahead, spew your little conspiracy theory that they got ref to death. Go ahead. I know you want to get it out. No, they I, they absolutely didn't. I was actually very surprised with the way that game was called. They lost straight up. Like, that was a very well-played game by the Warriors and Stephen Curry. And I, it, really, we could devote an entire episode to that game. Um, not for any reason other than that was one of the best individual playoff performances ever. And I feel like we've said that a few times this playoffs. And it's amazing. Like, we're watching great basketball right now. So I'm not going to say, like, this This goes into our next little topic, but I don't think the Kings are at fault. They played a good series. But Steph Curry in Game 7, amazing. You can't plan for that. I, agree. I will say Sabonis was a little bit of a letdown in that final game. Um, he came out and said he didn't feel very confident that game, which it's a young team. They don't have a lot of playoff experience. I know I said they were going to the finals, but obviously they're not. Um, my pipe dream is over, but I'm optimistic for the future of this team. I'm glad the playoff drought is over. I think they played a really good playoffs for their first playoffs in 21 years. Um, 
and yeah, I'm just excited for this team, excited for this core. They're a lot of fun to watch, and hopefully they don't lose that as they mature or whatever you want to call it, and they keep that feel. Because it feels like you're watching a college basketball team when you're watching them. It's just fun, fast-paced, run-and-gun. It's great. Am I the only one that has anything to say on that series? (laughs) There's part of me. Well, yeah, the series is over. The Warriors won. They had had the better individual player in the series, which was Steph Curry. And I think you're... I'm so conflicted. I'm so used to the Kings, like, just absolutely blowing opportunities like this that... I'm not so I'm not so unsure that next year you're going to come here and the Kings will barely be a play-in team or out the playoffs because of some wacky thing that happened with the front office of the Kings in the offseason. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I guess we'll I'm, see. I'm fully confident this team will be back in the playoffs next year. Do I think they'll be a legitimate contender? Probably not. I would bet not. I'm still probably going to pick, in our preseason predictions for next season, I will pick them to win the NBA Finals. I'm just telling you right now, that's a spoiler alert. It will be my pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Is it going to be truthful? No. It's not going to happen. Make your I'm... darn picks. Stop doing this hokey pokey no, no. BS where you make a bold pick, but but I, I went out on the ledge, so I need to get credit. No, make the no, picks no, you no, think no. that you're going to no. make. Stop trying to get brownie points for no. making these niche picks. I am a realist and an optimist. So I know that they're not going to do it, but for most basketball fans, seeing that Cinderella story, we want to see it. That's sports fans in general. We love seeing the underdog win, right? That's why movies like The Mighty Ducks were so successful. It's why Hoosiers was such a great movie. Name a movie where the main characters on the team that's the best team in the league and they stay the best team in the league and wow that's a great movie no it's not we love the underdog story we love the team that's batted down and then they come Space back jam yeah we batted down and come back like we like seeing that but if you remember in space jam they sucked for a long time until they had michael's secret stuff i didn't watch space jam too because i don't oh I just, all of the trade, like, this is two years ago, but Jesus, man, the trailers just really killed it for me. LeBron, love him to death. He he can't act. Do you? It's it's a love-hate. Okay. I respect LeBron. And I, so... Respect and love are two very different things, my dude. (laughs) I like LeBron a lot more now. Like a lot more now. You have to understand the difference in what I'm saying. He, LeBron, despised. Red's trying to play it safe. He's trying to get his brownie points, and then if he's wrong, he can. No, 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 no. no. I was, I was fully on the hate LeBron bandwagon during the Heat days. On the Cavs days, I really didn't care. It was like, great, you went back home because they finally had something and you could win there, and now you're getting kicked to the curb by the Warriors every season. Yay. Um, But now in his old age, he is more 
I don't want to say humble because I don't think any pro athlete is actually humble. Um, but he's a lot more personable. He's a lot more. I don't know. I think it's more that now that his kids are getting older and he's more of a father and he acts like that, it's just. He's more likable now is what I'm trying to say as a fan of a team that's not got LeBron James. Could it just be because his teams aren't top three seed every time and it's oh, not no, no, basically no, no. a guarantee he's going to be in the finals? No, that has – it's literally the personality. It's the fact that I didn't – I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't care about LeBron. I didn't hate LeBron until not the decision. The decision I thought was childish. It was when they came out on that stage in the heat gear Oh, not one championship, not two. Like, it was just so childish and asinine. And then to watch them not do it was amazing. So LeBron became a villain. And it's kind of the flip of what Kevin Durant did. Because Kevin Durant in uh, OKC, he was the slam assassin, the good guy, the nice guy. And then suddenly he's the villain. He did the opposite character arc. LeBron went from being the villain to being the, at this point, he's the grandfather of the league because he's now going to be the oldest player in the league. And he's embraced that role well. And so now he is definitely more likable. And I do like him more. Now, as a player, obviously, uh, you if you are a basketball fan, you can never say LeBron James is not a good basketball player. That would be hilariously stupid. He is one of the greatest players of all time, even if you do not think he's the best player of all time. I personally don't, but I'm not going to argue with you if you think he is. Different eras are really hard to judge against each other. Um, We went on a little bit of soapbox. So, Warriors-Lakers is next. Uh, Lakers pulled game one. Game two is just tipped off. Yep. It's currently 11 to 12 uh, Golden State. I mean, it's too early to, yeah. But yeah, it's too early to tell. I mean, so I'm going to preface this because Angelo's going to throw a little hissy fit. I do not think the NBA has rigged the season up to this point in any way, shape, or form. This series is going to seven. They are going to do everything they can to put LeBron versus Steph in Game 7. So who do you got? Yeah. That's t- I could see it going either way. I think that with the how good the Lakers have been playing, I think the Lakers could squeeze it out, but... I think at this point, at this moment right now, okay, I'm not saying all the time. Oh, my God. I think Stephen Curry is the best player in this series. What are you, oh, my Godding? All your safety vows and prefacing and, you know, just in case the Lakers win, you know, I don't want you to to be too rough on me, Angelo. No, I'm I'm being just. (laughs) The whole episode. Go on. I'm being clear and concise. Because I do think that the Lakers have played better to this point than most teams in the playoffs. But I'm also understanding that Stephen Curry is the best player. Actually, thinking about it, 
he's probably the best player in the playoffs right now. Really? <laughs> playoff, yeah, based on playoff performances. That's an interesting take. I, I, this season, I'm speaking specifically this season. I just think that he is taken over more games than any other player, at least from what I've watched the games that I have seen and not the like box score watching that some of us like to do. Um, I have found the quote that sum- summarizes how Ren talks. Go, go on. It's from Game of Thrones. Oh, God. It's from Benjamin Stark. My brother once told me that nothing someone says before the word but really counts. Yeah. For those following at home, that's the second Game of Thrones reference on this episode. Um, I Whether it's 6, 7, whatever, I think it's going to be in 6, but Lakers in 6 is what I'm calling. I think I, it's Lakers Golden State in 7. You think it's who? Golden State in 7. I told Angelo I made a mistake last uh, series when I said I'd vote against Le- LeBron, so I'm going Lakers in 6 as well. There we go. We will see. Um, the only thing that could possibly even make me all falter on that is an AD catastrophic injury, which I mean it's possible, but it's absolutely but, yeah. possible. But I until I see that, I got Lakers. I, I think it's more likely than not. While we're on the Warriors, let's let's talk about Steve Kerr. Um, oh, yeah. so Steve Kerr was asked his opinion. You you remember last week, Angelo? We we talked about Giannis's opinion on failures in sports. Uh huh. Uh, so Steve Kerr agreed with Giannis. You you completely disagree. Let's let's go ahead and say that now. Yeah. No, that's so I'm just basically right. what he said is sports are not a zero sum game. Like it's it's not. So my question, and I'm specifically asking Austin here, because Angelo tried to throw a curveball earlier. I'm going to spin it right back around at him. Mm. Who is more out of touch, the professionals in the sport or Angelo? Who who has a better grasp on <laughs> professional sports? Is it Angelo or is it professional athletes? I mean... I, this is a, you have the answer. It's in the name. Okay, I, I get that, but, like, reporters aren't always professional players. Steve Kerr was not a professional player? He's a coach. Steve Kerr was not a professional player? Are you serious right now? But, yes, he played with the Bulls. They're gone. Yeah. He had some I said, really like, reporters, like, in general. But, like, for your, if I have to choose, I would say Angelo. <laughs> Oh, is that more out of touch? Okay. I, I like, if you could have seen my face in that moment, like, I, was, <laughs> I was about to destroy you in so many ways. It was not even. That would have been great, honestly. Like, Angelo was about to become a subplot in this episode. This was about to be the Destroy Austin episode. That would have been a great curveball. Like, he just curveballed you but, after you like, curveballed we can, we can say, oh, well, Steve Kerr was just Steve Kerr. Giannis is one of the greatest players on the planet right now. Like, Only one team can win. The other 29 did not fail. They lost. They did not fail. There is a significant difference in that that Angelo just doesn't seem to understand. This isn't a video game where it's a one and done. You win, you lose, you go home, whatever. 
this is a multi-year it's your career it's all about striving towards those goals not getting there as soon as you're handed the keys because it's just not that easy and to act like it is is disingenuous um what series have we not talked about yet well we have uh, our, we have we do not two. yet have our uh heat Knicks and we do not have Nuggets Suns yet. I thought we talked I thought I thought we predicted Heat Knicks last week. I don't remember if we predicted Nuggets Suns. But let's go ahead yes, and talk we about did. Nuggets Suns. We did. We did. The Heat Knicks. Go on, sorry. So let's the, the Nuggets Suns has been an interesting series. Uh I know you guys are big on the Suns. Are you still feeling that right now? What are you talking about? I picked the Nuggets. I'm the only one that's on the Suns. I yeah. swore Austin or Angelo. I said Nuggets and seven. So, nope. So, you do you still feel? Are you confident about your sons right now? Yeah, let's go to let's go to Phoenix. See what happens. Didn't even hit ninety points last game. I will. Okay. Say, you know what? I'm gonna come. To, even though I have the Nuggets, I'm gonna come to Austin's defense. Do you remember the last round of the playoffs, Austin? And do you remember what the Kings? Warriors series was after two games. I believe it was 2 0. It was 2 0. It was 2 0 Kings. And I said the phrase a playoff series has not gotten interesting or started until a home team loses. And that still hasn't happened yet. Okay, so. Correct. And yes, they got under 90 points, but they kept the Nuggets under 100. It was still a 10 point game. I, no, I don't. You don't that what? Game, the Nuggets were destroying the Suns in every facet. Nikola Jokic, again, we're going to mention him. He stat added himself to 40 points and 17 rebounds. They, they don't have an answer. DeAndre Ayton cannot stop Nikola Jokic. If you would like to tell me that he can, go for it. But you're wrong. <laughs> the Nuggets have too many weapons, and when you have a seven foot one point guard who's going to always find the open man and who is built like a freaking tank and can just back you down into the post or even shoot over you from deep. If you don't have an answer for that, yes, you've got Kevin Durant. Yes, you've got Devin Booker. These are two of the top five players. Oh, top 10, 15. I'd say top 15. I'm not going to do a list right now. Two of the top players in the NBA. You absolutely mm-hmm. have a shot. But they just don't have an answer for Jokic. The Nuggets do have an answer for the Suns. It's not a great answer, but they do. KCP is a decent defender. Michael Porter Jr. is a decent defender. Aaron Gordon has become a decent defender. I, I just, Aaron Gordon had like a career rejuvenation. Honestly, the Nuggets... The Nuggets defense has come leaps and bounds from where they were at the start of the season. I know. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna acknowledge that. Defensive box plus minus. Yeah. Weird, right? Um, so I just I don't think the Suns have an answer. I think this goes five or six to the Nuggets. Um So one thing to I mean the Suns were winning that last game until the fourth. It was twenty-one to eighteen. Then it was twenty-one to twenty-two. And then thirty-one, thirty. 
Yeah. But it it never felt like the Suns were in control of the game. Like go back and watch it. Like really watch it. Like sit down and just watch the game. And watch the little cues. It just I don't know. Like the scoreboard doesn't reflect the momentum. The momentum definitely felt in favor of the Nuggets, but we will see. Maybe yeah. Austin will finally predict a series correctly. I think what do you mean finally predict a series correctly? Have, have you been right yet? Have you been You're right the yet? Same boat with me, kid. Uh, I, I have definitely picked the Nuggets. I picked the Nuggets last time. Um, so let, let's review series. So I was wrong about Warriors and uh, Kings. Kings. I was right. I was right about Warriors. Um, Grizzlies, Lakers, Austin, I was right. were wrong. I yep. was right about the Nuggets. Yep, so was I. Picked them. So was I. Celtics and 76ers we were all right about, I believe. 76ers Celtics, interesting. What? He's talking about those series. Yeah, we were both we were all right about the 76ers winning. Got it, got it, got it. The Celtics winning. I think we were all wrong about the Cavs winning. We were. And we were all wrong with the Bucks, because I also picked the Bucks to beat the Heat. Yeah, okay. So the point is, Aunt Austin, you're you're on my my list right now. That's all I'm saying. So I don't oh, care. Let me see. So, so Austin, once again, we're going to go back to at the start of the playoffs. Everyone was like, Angelo got every playoff series wrong last year. Angelo, no. Last year, Red's, last Red's, year you did. Ren's living on revisionist no. history. Don't worry, Austin. I will <laughs> dig through the group chat. I will find it. You were wrong literally about every series because it was a hilarious after the second round, I definitely was, but I think yeah. you were wrong up to the second round. I think, no, I think you were right in the first round, and then you were wrong the entire rest of the playoffs. That might yeah. be right. That I sounds about right. The first round last year felt easy, like that was easy mode, and then like you went to normal mode and just you you couldn't figure it out. And then Austin and I were one hundred percent last year. I don't that think so. Was not the case. We were. Don't think no, we so. were. No, yeah, we absolutely no, be, no. Yeah, I already were. know this is wrong because I picked the Mavericks. You know, you you guys shunned Austin specifically shunned his boy Luca to come back on the Suns, and I remember for days upon days upon days, Angelo, how about the Mavericks? Angelo, they look so good. Uh, you know, and you know, everyone looks good when they're ahead. Just like just like Luca said, as Ron oh, said, it actually you got more wrong than me. <laughs> Regardless, you were like ninety percent wrong. We would have been ninety percent right. Whatever. Uh, uh-huh. Um, I don't recall that though. I uh, definitely. Do. Of course you do. Revision. That is saying that I do. I think I do remember that. Uh huh. Because we even looked at it a while ago and clarified. Yep. So we did talk. We talked about Heat Knicks. I think I picked Knicks. I don't remember the games. I I would say six. Um, I don't remember what I did. You picked Knicks. I picked Heat, but if Jimmy's hurt for any extended amount of time, oh, that's yeah. going to be wrong. Butler's out. Wrong. Um, so let's let's talk about Jimmy Butler here. Oh boy. So <laughs> let me let me 
let me explain the thing I don't like about Jimmy Butler because it's not that he's a bad basketball player. It's that he tries way too hard to be hard, okay? So when they won the series against the Bucks, that's an accomplishment, right? Yep. So Jimmy had probably the three best games in his playoff right, history, right, probably. Right, right. What I'm saying is, so when the cameras cut to the heat locker room and everyone's celebrating, right? Like, 8-1. We just beat a one seed. And yep. Jimmy's making sure he's in the frame in the background, deliberately not celebrating, sipping water. It's like, dude, stop. <laughs> like, when Kobe did it, it was cool because it felt real because when Kobe went to a podium after an interview or after a game and they just eliminated someone and everyone's like, well, aren't you happy that series is over? And he just says, no, like the job's not done yet. Like that felt authentic. Jimmy tries way too hard to be, Oh, I don't care. That's what I don't like about Jimmy Butler basketball player. Great player. I don't think he's as good as Angelo thinks he is. Angelo thinks he's, Elite of the elite of all time, but he's not there for me. Elite playoff games aside. Angelo's definitionally a Jimmy Butler stand on the record, just for the <laughs> reference. I uh, can't disagree with you. At least so real based quick, on your bar. Go on. There was something else. I don't remember what was on the list to talk about today, but there was, I'm forgetting something. I don't have it. Um, oh, so let's talk about the teams that got eliminated real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. As we get into these later rounds and more and more teams are eliminated, we have less and less to talk about on a season or a series to series basis and we'll till something big happens. Um, where we can talk about, you know, game by game, like the NBA finals, like we're going to talk like more game by game. Right. Um, Cause we have more time to do that. So let's talk about the teams that were eliminated. Just the teams that were eliminated. We're not going to talk about the teams that didn't make the playoffs. That would be a whole episode unto itself. What do you think, or what would you like to see those teams do? If there's teams you want to skip because you haven't really been able to think about anything, um, we didn't talk about Coach Bud. Here's, here's actually hold on time, time, time. Co- so Milwaukee Bucks fired Coach Bud, uh, just like two hours ago. I disagree with it. So I was actually going to bring this back to the whole Giannis Kerr point. So if Giannis and Kerr are right, then why did Coach Bud get fired? I'm just curious. Did the owner lose lose the forest for the trees, Run? I don't know. Like, that's the thing is, I fully disagree with this firing. I think the... it... I think basketball and sports in general is cutthroat when it comes to head coaching and success and failure. Whether or not Giannis wants to view this season as a failure. The owner gave a pretty clear message with that firing that he views, or GM, or whoever made that call, a combination of both, that he views this season as a failure. 
whether you want to admit that or not. That you don't fire someone for being successful. So, right. but, so you are one year removed from winning. Correct. Your coach's brother dies, and he's not fully focused on the playoff series. Mm-hmm. I'm hard-pressed to fire him in that situation because we know that he got them there, or in, in your case, he was it's there when they got themselves there. Um, so to immediately hold him accountable when he's had success for that franchise... When Jimmy Butler went superhuman, I don't think the Bucks played badly. I just think Jimmy Butler had one of the best playoff first rounds of all time. I, I just fully disagree with the firing. I don't care whether you say, oh, well, they consider it a failure. That's irrelevant. He should not have been fired. So it sounds like there's an article. I don't know how true or false it is. But part of the reason that he was fired was his unwillingness to change how he played in the regular season versus playoffs. And that's fair because he they did the the Bucks played the exact same way in the regular season, and as we just talked about, like the difference in the game in any sport is pretty drastic. Just from a viewer perspective, I can't imagine being on the floor or on the field or on the ice or whatever. And just how different the speed and physicality of those sports are when everything is on the line. Um, and yeah, the, the Bucks played the exact same game, which it's worked for him. So, yeah. Uh, but back onto that topic of teams that were eliminated, we'll go ahead and start with the Bucks. Do you blow it up? Just keep you honest, everyone else is on the block. No. No. So what do you do? You hope this new coach makes adjustments. Yeah. Angelo on the record of saying coaches are important, just for the record. That's that's not for you guys, because y'all at home don't understand why that's important, but I'm definitely letting Cameron know that Angelo just said that on it. Um... I think I mean, their team's in a position I mean, to win. I think the coaching change will either I, lead to a finals appearance or a blow it up the year after next. So even though I think Drew Holiday is probably the most underrated player in the NBA, if not the top three, um, I feel like he's a little old for this team. Middleton you have to keep because he's the guy. he hits the big shots. Like yep. We all know that. Lopez, again, I mean, he's a defensive player of the year candidate. He can shoot the three. Like, you he's keep him. He's a little up there in age. I don't know. I think the Bucks have the toughest questions ahead of them of any team. Honestly, I think if you wanted to blow it up, you could do some really interesting things with the Bucks. Like, you could, in a way, kind of embrace full-on small ball and just have Giannis at center with a bunch of shooters and trust that. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to stick with what works and 
We're just going to see him next year and hope they do. Hopefully they don't get eliminated by the heat in the first round. Yeah. It's great on paper, but like, what do you do when you play a Embiid or a, or a Jokic or a potentially, uh, Wabanyama? Like, you've got to have the size. The bust. Um, you are and Austin is going full in on that Webanyama bus. So Cleveland, New York, I think we generally are all gonna agree on this. I don't think they need to make any major changes. I think this is a team that's just they're young. It needed to happen. What happened needed yeah. to happen. They needed to get their teeth kicked in. Did it have to be New York? <laughs> like Yeah. That it, that's I think it was better that it was New York. I, I think that this team's going to be fine. I don't think they need to make any major changes. I do think they might make a few changes to the bench depth, but yeah, yeah, it, those can be addressed in free agency. There's nothing major with this team. Brooklyn, they're full. They're full tank, dude. I, they were they were a false playoff team, anyways. Yeah, they they wouldn't have been in the playoffs if not for Kyrie and KD. I think um, they, I think they're a blow it up contender where they're going to probably trade away the pieces they acquired in the KD and Kyrie trade, get more draft picks, and then just start you it think over. Bridges goes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't trade Bridges. I don't trade Bridges. I trade well, him. he's. Uh, he's uh, I don't. Yeah, that's true. I think Bridges is a player you can build around because he's such a great two way player. He's very that's yeah. Like play within any system. Atlanta, Boston, or Atlanta, um, obviously. The rumors are they're going to look into moving Trey Young. I don't think they're going to get the pieces back, and I do still think Trey Young is the best playmaker currently in the NBA, not counting, I guess, Luka and Giannis or Jokic. Um, I don't know. He's the best playmaker, not counting playmakers. I think... (laughs) I think you trade everyone except Trey Young because even if you don't like Trey Young, he is the best player on the team. You build a new team around Trey. You give him one shot. What if Trey asks out? If Trey asks out, that's completely different. That's not what should Atlanta do as Trey. I'm saying, like, if I, this was NBA 2K and I just had this horrible stretch, I'm trading everyone except Trey. Building around Trey to fit Trey's strengths. See how it goes. If it doesn't go the way I want it to, then I'll look to move Trey. But I don't think you get the value for Trey right now that you would in any oh. other year. I Here. think they just need to get rid of John Collins too. Yeah, you have to. Need to pull that trigger. That's what they should have got rid of Collins two seasons ago. Yeah. I don't know. What were you going to um, say, Angela? I, I, can't, I can't look at the Hawks from a very objective standpoint. So no, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, That's why I, I was like, hey, it's just going to go bad. Um, stay out of this one. For those at home, Angela's opinion is that they should waive Trey Young and send him to China. That's his <laughs> a opinion nice, of Trae In a box and a nice bow. Um, Minnesota... <laughs> hope and pray that you can get some trade assets back. Ugh. Minnesota screwed up. And I knew they screwed up as they soon really, as they made that it's, trade. It's so sad because, like, 
who doesn't like Carl Anthony Towns? Me. Even, Hope no, Rudy even Gobert if, retires. Even ignoring, not counting his on play, like just as a person. Oh, that's fair. Okay, I'll give you that. One. Root for root for cat. Uh, like he's just he seems like a really good dude. Um, he plays the game like the modern big way better than other modern bigs. It's just it doesn't really work out for him, and it's sad. But I, I just wish we could go. I back. think cat's overrated. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think Anthony Edwards is more is more. It's sad to see it, him go to waste than Cat. I agree. I think Cat will be fine, or Anthony Edwards will be fine. I think that. I think Ant acts. I think Ant requests a trade. Oh, I know. If not this year, the next offseason, he's going to request a trade. Um, I think looking at it, it's just. I think they'll try to move it again. I don't think this is this is not thinking. This is what I would do in again 2K or if I was the GM of the Timberwolves. I look to get any asset I can back for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I don't think Gobert is viable for a winning no. team. We, we all knew viable. it was a terrible idea. Let's stop there. Okay, so I do think Rudy Gobert is viable for a winning team. I, Who? Let me let me finish. I don't think Rudy Gobert is viable for a winning team at what he's being paid. If you have okay. him on your bench and he's getting like 15 minutes a game and you're matching him against like a Joel Embiid, absolutely, he's at value. But at what he's being paid and what you paid to get him, no. I 100% agree with you. But I can get behind that. Is valuable, just not for his value. Limited. Um, LA Clippers is just man hoping load management finally works out for you. I think they're gonna blow it up. Honestly, they no, should. No, no, they're 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 not out of the playoffs. They're load managing for next year. <laughs> I think they're gonna blow it up. I think they're done with this. I think they are. Trade Kawhi to um, the Suns too. Trade Kawhi to the Suns too. Austin's just like everyone on the Suns. I need them to be right. Where do you think? Uh, I I don't have vested interest or anything, but where where would you like to see like a Paul George go? Ooh, I I have nursing one. home. <laughs> nursing home. Uh, nursing home. That's a pretty good one. I actually have one. I actually wouldn't mind him on the Cavs, but I don't think that happens. Um, mine was the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't like that. You don't like it as a fan or as a fit? Because as a fit, it's perfect. Kind of both. I just don't like it. It just sounds not right. Yeah, it does because, like, well, I mean, I'm biased again because it's it, he's a here in Indiana. He's a very toxic commodity. Um, All right. Oh, sorry, gone. You were about a basketball fan in me. He's still an elite two-way player. Well, I don't not elite. He's a great two-way player. Um, he is a veteran, and he has matured since he left Indiana. All right, here's one. Um, what about PG on one. the Kings? Actually, that's a really good fit, too. Yeah, it that's is. That's a really good fit. That might That's a better fit than the Grizzlies. Way to go. Proud of you. You did a good one. 
PG on the Lakers. That's never gonna happen. He gets to fall. He finally gets to the Lakers. PG returns home to the Lakers because he's from California. Nope, Indiana. And, and don't want uh, it. Honestly, Indiana I haven't ruled out the idea that the Lakers are just gonna ship all that depth they uh, acquired if they for fail, it. and then just get Kawhi and PG there, and that's gonna well, be really freaking awkward. I, don't know. I want a like pause from the episode real quick. I just want to point out that 99% of people, 99.9% of people say Kawaii. Angelo goes full Japanese and says Kawaii. <laughs> Have you noticed that? It's like a pet peeve of mine, and I notice it every week, and I never It's my Ohio it, accent. And I finally yeah. say it. Kawaii. It's my- it's my it's my Kawhi. It's my it's my Ohio accent. Yeah, in Ohio, we just add an e sound to everything. Ohio e. Uh, so I dropped my mic a little bit. I bumped into it. Uh, so Sacramento, since we're on that, uh, it's defense. They need a wing defender. Yeah, yeah. That's. It doesn't. I think that experience. It doesn't even need to be like the experience is like obvious. Like they do not have any playoff experience. Um, I think but the that, defender is an obvious fit. I think uh, not what I would do, but realistically, what might happen is they're going to screw this up somehow. I, I just I don't think so. Okay, hold King. on, hold on, hold on. Kings, I'm, I'm going to tell you both now. Hold on. Watching this Lakers Warriors game. You need to watch a shot at around 7.40 from LeBron on the highlight reel. uh, Did you guys watch the post game? uh, So LeBron did a post game interview and listeners at home, I recommend going to watch it because it's actually really interesting. It really talks about like LeBron's awareness of the game and his basketball IQ and it's great and fantastic. So the Warriors went on a 14-0 run where the Lakers were just missing and missing and missing and missing every single shot. And in the post-game interview, LeBron is talking about every single miss and exactly what happened with each player. Oh, he's he, been this way. This but, is but this is over a massive stretch. It was an impressive... It, so I'm not a football fan at all. But I remember when Tony Romo was a guest on one of the Monday Night Footballs, and he was just calling everything as it happened. Like, watching a student of the game really show you how much they know about the game is an impressive thing. Um, But I do recommend going to watch it. And there's videos that are, like, showing the plays as they happen as LeBron's talking about them, and he's, like, talking about every single detail. And these were things, like... He didn't have time to go watch film. He went to the locker room, got dressed, got interviewed. It, it's yeah. as a fan of basketball, go watch it. It is fun. Um, what were we on? We were on the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I segued there a little bit. Okay. Tangented. Uh, I believe. Did we all? I, said, I, th- I think they're gonna mess it up. So that's my take. I think we all talked about the Kings. Yeah. The Grizzlies. <laughs> Best for last. Alright, I'm going to do a semi-hot take. I think all the stuff the Grizzlies 
Ridley is doubtful. I don't think that uh, Dylan Brooks is whatever it is, cutting, not resigning. I don't think that was warranted for them. They dealt with all that crap anyway, so he was already in the building. I don't sure. I'm not sure. If... You don't think it's warranted that they cut the player who was like four forty nine out of four hundred and fifty NBA players in efficiency? He just fits. I mean, he's kind of like he fits their personality. He really he fits does, their personality. though. Absolutely, but does it does fitting the personality actually matter to you if you have someone that that is that much of a detriment to your team? As a starter, I'm telling as you right starter, now, Memphis Grizzlies ownership is dancing at the fact that he turned down their extension. I'm dancing like it's not even my <laughs> money, and I'm super happy they didn't pay him that because he is not worth it. <laughs> you can say he fits their culture, identity, whatever. I disagree with that because their culture, like Zebo, was tough, but Zebo was a professional. Mike Conley has still never got a technical in his career. He does not fit Grizzlies culture. If you want to talk about Demetrius out I'm not... flashing guns at teenagers, yeah, he fits that culture, but why do you want that culture? You want your star player suspended for 10 games? No, that's not the culture you want. You get him out, you get more veterans in. You build this team to be a playoff contender, because right now they are not mature enough. And you don't bring back someone who's 28 years old and acts like he's 16 still. And that's what D.B. Cooper is. He's too busy chasing LeBron around, trying to talk trash to him, as LeBron is giving him a 4-2 slacking, really. Hmm. Like, but anyway, I think the Grizzlies are in for a major, like, shift. I think we're going to see a lot of veteran signings, and I think they're going to try and run it back with their core of Jaron Jackson Jr., Ja. Yeah, there's no reason to make a major change. I don't think losing Dylan Brooks and replacing him with someone else is a major change, because I don't think Dylan Brooks was that important. Yeah, I agree with that. He's a decent 3 and D guy when he was actually able to hit the 3. You can find a decent 3 and D guy in free agency. You can probably find one that's not going to be so horribly inefficient. Um, Austin, what are your thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies? What would you like them to add? Or what do you think they should do? Or what do you think they will do? Um, oh, I'm going to pass. I honestly didn't give them much thought. <laughs> wow. I did say, like, if you didn't think, like, if you couldn't think of something, like, you didn't have to. Like, I did say that at the start of the segment. That's fair. Um, you and I are overachievers, though. Austin gets extra homework after this. Oh. Uh, in full fairness, I did not get them the list of what we were going to talk about until today. Yep. In full fairness. But. Today, like two hours before. In full fairness, most of that list was supposed to be talked about like four days ago because we were going to do two episodes this week. So, basically, that's my way of saying next week we should be doing two episodes. Mm, I'm not going to make a promise on that, but we should be. That is the tangent plan. We'll see. 
Will it actually happen? No. There's there's reasons that that probably will not happen this week, but that is the plan. That's been the plan all along. And don't worry. Once we get our socials up and running, we'll be able to communicate all that with you a lot clearer. It'll be great. So give us a follow over there, and you can talk to Austin. You will never talk to Angelo. He doesn't do social media. and Nope, he's not allowed to. He knows exactly what you would say to him, and he's afraid to face that. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny, right? Um, I will be on there occasionally. You might rarely see Angelo share something on there. So what we'll be doing is basically our initials for these two since they're super cool and have A's for both of their names. It'll be A-U for Austin because you spell Austin with an A-U and A-N for Angelo. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Do you know what's going to be me? What's going to be you? Mine's going to be AC because I'm the coolest cat in here. Do whatever you want to do. I really don't care. There you Mine's go. Gonna be... Okay, so A is Austin. AC is Angelo. Angelo will never post. It doesn't matter. But yeah, if he sees fit to post like a video or something that we posted on the YouTube channel, because he still is going to be running that, it will be AC. And then A will just be Austin. This is a long way of saying follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram. I, I, so I personally don't know what we're posting on Instagram. I don't use Instagram. And I don't know how you post things related to a podcast on Instagram. But I do trust Austin. A I have ideas. Yeah. And remember, it won't be going live until it won't be going probably live until late June. Late June. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'll probably have my new car by then. Finally. That is so relevant to social media. Yep. But get ahead of the game and go ahead and follow us over there because it will be awesome. I hope. No promises. No, it will be awesome. Especially if I make a rare guest appearance. Hopefully it'll include clips of the podcast, including the music at the start of the podcast. We'll see. Hey, future Angelo. The music is there in the first episode on my edits. I don't know what RSS you and YouTube uploaded did to the, it. You uploaded the wrong one. I'm telling one. you I didn't. I'm, I'm telling, telling you I did. I'm, tell, I'm telling you I didn't. I I clicked on that episode today to see if maybe it changed, but no, you, you are wrong. You did not upload the right episode. I'm telling you I did. I'm blaming you. Um, you can blame me. Doesn't mean you're right. So... I'm not going to say expect another episode before next Sunday, but you might see one before next Sunday. It, it's it's a greater than zero, but less than 100% chance. That's all the promise I'm going to give you because we are still bad at this and we're getting better, but it's getting Greater better. than zero might be too high of a number. Yeah, that's like the same odds of Ren being right about a playoff pick. Yikes. I was, but not higher than Jokic winning the MVP this year. Hey, let's talk about who didn't get an MVP vote. Do you want to talk about that, (laughs) (laughs) Angela? Who didn't get? Who got zero MVP votes this year? I don't know who got zero MVP votes. No, 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 no. no, I'm asking you. I don't know who got zero, man. Austin, who got zero? Let's see if you actually follow basketball because I know it. I told you it. I already knew it. Okay. 
You think I didn't oh. click on the votes when I like I was looking like stop the count like stop the count because Jokic was ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, so how many? Who? Who? Who this season did not get a single MVP vote? LeBron, the King James. LeBron James. How do you feel about that, Angel? First time in his career, he did not get a single MVP vote. Well, how do you feel about that? It happens, you know. Is that a failure? <laughs> At age forty, him not getting an MVP vote, I would say no. It wow, Austin. Does that sound like what? there's caveats to not being a failure? <laughs> if you don't win the MVP, you're a failure, right? Only one person mm, sure. won the MVP, but if you don't win the MVP, you're a failure. Wait, you got nothing? That's what I thought. Anyway, I don't need to have any. Next week for another episode of Angelo doesn't respond to anything because he won't. He t- he talks about me giving the safe answer, but I have asked. You do him, give the safe answer. Go on. I have asked him to tell me or defend uh, Joel Embiid winning the MVP, and he won't do it. He will not do it. I. Just because I said Joel Embiid was going to win the MVP doesn't mean I don't think that Jokic had a bad hey, Austin, season. Give me, a, give me a score update. Wow. My, my thing crashed. It oh. is 57 to 50 Golden State. I just pulled up the box score and holy crap, LeBron is carrying the Lakers. Yeah. Yep. AD has like four points, maybe two. There are two players on the Lakers above double digits, and it is LeBron at 19 and Rui at 14. Everyone else has four or three. And who? Rui. Rui. They said Louie. I was like, who is Louie? I don't know. I'm going to try to get the game back up because that was, it was an interesting game so far. Um, that's all the time we got, guys. This is we we drag these endings. That's something we got to get better on. We drag the endings out way too long because we don't want to say goodbye to you because we hashtag love you. We don't. And then we're gonna go to hashtag respect you, then hashtag like you. Yeah. Red has to be sure that he doesn't say anything too too egregious. Homie, egregious. <laughs> Which egregious. one of us predict the Cavs? Egregious. Egregious. Which one of us predicted Cavs Kings is the NBA Finals? And you refuse to take any kind of accountability for that prediction. No, at I all. I, I was wrong. I'm saying that that's what I wanted. That's the Cinderella story. I'm all for it. I will gladly say I was wrong. I did, what do you like? Do you think I'm trying to say no? I wasn't wrong. They're still in the NBA playoffs. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Like I don't, I don't know what you think. Again, it's not a zero sum game. I was wrong about who won a playoff series. That happens. Yep. It's part of everything. It ain't that deep, homie. But I'm not going to sit here and give you a dishonest take. I'm not going to try to be spicy and say, "Oh, LeBron James is You tried to be spicy when you made this election. Yeah. No, because, like, what you think 
I don't need to do the Stephen A. Smith or like nobody does. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, LeBron James is he's not he should be in China. He should be on the Shanghai Sharks because he's that bad. No, I can say I didn't like LeBron James as a player, or I didn't like LeBron James as a person, but I loved him as a player. I can say that it's not saying I'm not taking sides, it's saying I'm not an idiot. I saw the decision and the aftermath of the decision as an immature thing. That doesn't mean I was watching LeBron James and being like, that was a terrible game when he dropped 50 points and 22 assists. Like, I'm not going to say that. That's just stupidity for the sake of trying to be a hot take. That's asinine. I'm not doing that. I will never do that. What I will do is say, that was stupid. That was immature. I think this man has a lot of growing up to do i still respect him as a player because he is a great player i can say that you know i think this team is better but i know that player is capable of going off and carrying a team through the round that's not me saying oh i'm playing both sides it's me saying you know do i think the lakers are probably going to win this yeah but do i also know that stephen curry is the best point guard of all time and can take over a series by himself absolutely i'm not gonna say oh i guarantee the lakers are gonna win this series because i know stephen curry likes to be a spoiler i'm not playing both sides i'm not playing it safe i'm just stating the facts i know that stephen curry can do that i don't have to say <laughs> like it, it it's not oh the lakers are gonna destroy them stephen curry's trash Hot take, hot take, hot take for the sake of hot takes. That's just stupid. That's not being honest. That's not being a fan of the game. No matter what you try to spin it as, it's not anything other than that. I am a fan of basketball. First and foremost, I am a fan of basketball before I'm a team, a fan of any team or any player. And I will not make a hot take prediction just for the sake of a hot take prediction. It, it's not going to happen. Except when you want to pick the, hmm? the Kings and the Cavs. That wasn't a hot take. That was that was facts. It didn't work out, but that was facts. <laughs> <laughs> you can try to say whatever you want, but I... I all right, guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. Streaming. I wanted the Cavs and the Kings to make it to the finals. Was it realistic? Absolutely not. But I wanted it. I wanted it more than I want, like, a bagel sandwich. I don't think those are, uh, those are a thing. Well, I figured out he's going to carry this game for the Warriors. Who's uh, that? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Yeah. Clay Thompson. This is going to be this. It isn't game four yet. It isn't game four yet. You're right. Game four yet. Um, but the home team has already lost. So the home team has already lost. So now it's allowed to be a fun series. Mm-hmm. It's only when the home team loses. Uh, give us your predictions. Tell us how stupid we are. Let us know where we're wrong. Especially Angelo. Especially Let's Angelo. You're on. Just leave a comment about. I'm trying to think of something relevant. This is why Ren doesn't do social media. This is yeah, why I don't do social media. Uh, yeah. I will come up with an acronym for you, though. I will come up with an Angelo acronym. We will make an Angelo acronym. Okay. I will say, though, 
if or when we eventually get merch, it's going to be amazing merch. So I think we've agreed that if we ever were to do merch like through Teespring or something, the the first has to be something to do with objectively bad. Yeah. Because that was still like the pinnacle of the bad takes we've ever had. Yeah. And that's Austin having the worst take so far is impressive because like go back and listen <laughs> to some of our episodes. I mean, do you remember when I said I'd rather build around LeBron? That is true. Oh, he yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about, like, futures and long-term. And he's like, yeah, I'd be Le- and, and my number one player would be LeBron. Like, what? Yeah, that experience, the episode. man. That, that was actually a fun episode. Go check that one out. I believe it's titled... It's got a really bad title because Angelo makes the titles. And he titles things... Strangely, but I yes, think I it's like players no reserve would build around or something. It was stupid. It was a bad title. I will start editing the titles. I'm going to start editing the titles. I'm making that commitment now. Remind me of this tomorrow when when I'm you not... get yeah. I know. I'm going to no, make we... this commitment, but you must remind me of my commitment. No, no, yep. listen, 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 listen. listen. And I listen. just had to put up with Angelo's. Embiid MVP. You think I'm in any way, shape, or form, um, accountable for what I'm saying right now? You should have cut this out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but neither of you will take the initiative of taking over the outro. You expect just me to do it all the time. I said, all right, that's all we have time for today. Yeah, you but just you did kept it, like, sarcastically. You've got to do it with authority. You've got to do it like, all right, guys, that's all the time we got tonight. Uh, Leave a like, comment, subscribe, whatever you do. Leave a five-star review, four-star review. Nothing below three-star. If you leave something below three-star, Austin will cry himself to sleep. We will see you all next week. And make a mean tweet about you. Shut up.